You ought to know, I'm Alan Clark. On the morning of June 5, 1941, a train left the station at the old Columbia Depot in my hometown of Columbia, Tennessee. There were 15 of Columbia's best young men aboard headed off to Fort Oglethorpe, Georgia for induction into the Army. My father had been assigned responsibility for the men on board the train that day, probably because of his age. He was 26, a native Columbian, and would go on to attain the rank of staff sergeant and be awarded the Bronze Star for meritorious service, as well as ribbons for five European campaigns. Second in command of the draftees that day was his best friend, 26 years old, and a native of Macomb, Mississippi, who had moved with his family to Columbia a few years earlier during the Great Depression. He went to the Pacific Theater, became a first lieutenant, and served as a battalion surgeon at a jungle hospital on a tea plantation. After the war, they moved back to Riverside, and both of them remained friends until they died, just as most of Riverside's American Legion veterans did. Riverside, just as many other communities of the time, was founded by World War II veterans, and our fathers were just two of them, no more or less a hero than any other. It was not common for us to hear them speak of their war exploits. Perhaps Lindsey Nelson summed that up for them by saying that he saw enough horror during his assignments in North Africa and Europe that he refused to write about it in his autobiography. He said the wartime experience cannot be shared with anyone who was not present. And that's pretty much how our fathers saw it. They reflected the values of those young men and women who had witnessed the world at war and carried the weight of this nation's survival on their shoulders. Their values were forged by the fear of failure and led to the preservation of our freedom. They were just thankful, survivors looking for nothing more than to reestablish their lives and intent that their children were going to have a chance at a better future. Every home on every block of Riverside had a story, and there was an unmistakable air of respect among the people who lived there. Riverside became a community of families supported by craftsmen of all types, machinists, mechanics, carpenters, typesetters, plumbers, bricklayers, and painters, as well as service providers like milkmen and mailmen and dry cleaners and grocery men and policemen. They supported the unprecedented post-war industrial growth of Columbia, which attracted industries. We grew up through their success in establishing a better future, and boy, were we blessed. Riverside was not the location of historic antebellum homes the South is famous for or of rich people. They were mostly in town across the river. And that's funny, we did not know there was a difference, but I guess our parents did. We had a great grammar school to which most of us could walk or ride a bike. Just down from the school was a new recreation center, historic pillow park, and the Stoneface National Guard Armory. Playing sports as a boy grew up in Riverside was special. This was the way we knew each other and developed lifetime friendships, competing with and against neighbors, going on to become the centerpiece of Little League, Babe Ruth League, high school, and American Legion baseball teams. Stories evolved over time about home runs hit and games pitched and injuries that cut short careers. The nucleus of our lives as growing young men was the sport we played, how well we did, 
and what kind of teammate we were. Girls were not left out of this either, and some of them could compete with any boy on the block. We also had cheerleaders, majorettes, and some of the most beautiful girls in the dimple of the universe, as Columbia was called. In fact, Riverside girls were so striking that we had to fend off the guys from surrounding towns. The Riverside culture was one of nurturing and taking care of each other, families supporting other families, and genuine compassion for each other. Not since those times have families been so close, so open to each other, and yet guarded their family secrets so well. As one of our close friends put it, I sure hope there's a riverside in heaven because that's where I want to be. So that's a pretty good overview of how we were brought up, and it has stood us well. That group of post-war veterans not only raised a new generation of skilled workers, but doctors, lawyers, engineers, architects, accountants, and businessmen. It's been over 70 years, more than a half a century, since we left home in Riverside and Columbia to pursue our life's paths and have long since become scattered around the country. Most of the original houses in Riverside remain today, and the legacy of our parents and their memory remain forever engraved on our hearts as well as on their gravestones, and that's the way it ought to be.